What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Fit Chick Podcast. My name is Rachel, and I am your host. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about our daily habits and choices and how they may or may not contribute to our overall happiness. I hope you enjoy. All right, you guys, it is Wednesday afternoon on July 22nd, and I'm sitting here in my home office. Jax is taking a nap on the stairs, and we are going to talk about our daily habits and choices, like I said, um, and how they may or may not contribute to our overall happiness. Now, I'm really excited about this episode because if you can understand what I am saying here, I really feel like you can move forward from wherever you are at. So whether you are struggling right now or you feel like you're doing pretty good, this is going to help you start moving forward from wherever you are, okay? So this applies to like everybody, (laughs) seriously. Uh, When I'm talking about daily habits, you know, it it is also our choices. Uh, We have habits such as, you know, getting up and doing our morning routine, journaling, um, you know, cleaning up our environment. These are habits and they are also choices. So they are not one or the other. They are both at the end of the day. If you really break it down and get honest with yourself, they are both our habits and our choices. So first wanted to make that clear. And the first thing that I wanted to talk about was like work and employment. So if you go into an office or you work from home, you have a boss or you don't, you work for yourself even, okay? If you don't like what you do and it causes you stress on a daily basis, like I've heard people in the nine to five say, you know, the Monday blues or something uh, or Monday scaries maybe, um, they get really excited about Friday, Sunday comes and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe the weekend's over, right? So if you've ever worked a nine to five, you might feel me on that. Um, waitresses, bartenders, I, I know that life. Um, then I also have clients who work from home and have bosses and then I myself am my own boss. So I feel like I understand a lot of different perspectives and in any case, if you have a boss or you don't, uh, if you work and you make money, sometimes whatever you are doing to make money and work to make a living can cause you stress. Okay. Okay. And this is something that comes up with clients from time to time. Uh, If they do have a, in all situations, if they have a job, uh, we have to address whether that job and what they do on a daily basis stresses them out. And if they are waking up really early or they're sleeping in because they are stressed about their job and they don't like what they're doing, it's, it's repetitive. It happens over and over again. And we finally have to go, okay, like what is it to the core that is actually the problem here? What is the cause of this stress? And it's work. It's their employment. It's their boss. It's what they're expected to do. It's how much they're paid to do it. It's all of these different things, right? Different, different cases, different people, uh, different scenarios. But at the end of the day, like I said, if the things that we have to do on a daily basis uh, to make money, make a paycheck, if that is stressing you out, don't you think it's a good time to like start looking elsewhere and ask yourself, what else could I do that would actually make me happy? Because I always say you only have one life to live. So why would you live it doing something that you hate? 
Don't you want to show up for a job that you love or work for yourself and love what you do? I feel like that is simple. It's simple for me to say it, but I also understand the, well, I have bills to pay, Rachel. Like I have to put a roof over my head. I have to put food on my table. I have to pay for my car, gas. Like I understand that. So what I want you to think of here when I'm talking about work and employment is if there's something that you think you would rather be doing to make money, start researching that. Start setting some time aside on a weekly basis This can be as little as 20 minutes if that's all you feel like you've got. But you have to do this for yourself. And it is a choice to show up over and over again for a job that you don't love. So I hope I can really drive this home. And I hope I'm reaching you if you are that person that's like, I hate my boss. They cost me so much stress. They expect so much of me. They don't pay me enough. I work on weekends and I don't get paid for that. I get paid a salary. All of these things, okay? I hope I'm speaking to you. I need you to set some time aside for yourself to start looking elsewhere. Ask yourself, what else could I do that would really make me happy on a daily basis and would not feel like work? Now I want to transition into talking about exercise and nutrition habits and choices because this is something I very heavily deal with on a daily basis for myself as well as my clients. So when it comes to our exercise habits, uh, I know I've been in a place at some point, off and on, where I don't feel like working out. I have no quote-unquote motivation. I'm just not I'm not excited about it. I don't want to go put my leggings on. I don't want to go put that sports bra on, get my shoes on, walk out the door, go to the gym, or even go outside to walk or run. Uh, Doing a home workout, zero motivation for that either. Uh, Just overall not feeling it, right? And when we feel this way, if we allow that to really take over and make the choice that we're not going to work out because we just don't feel like it, we're never going to get to where we want to be. So our daily habits, as far as holding ourselves accountable to getting some sort of movement in, is extremely important. And we have to understand that we're not always going to have the motivation. So the habit that we have to choose to put into our schedule, right, is movement of some sort. Whether it's going to the gym, whether it's doing a home workout, whether it's going for a walk, we have to establish how often we want to be repeating this habit and make sure that we are holding ourselves accountable to doing so. So whether you have a coach or you don't, this is something that you have to ask yourself, what do I really expect of me? And if you aren't following through with this, that's when you do need to have that really hard conversation with yourself and say, why am I not doing it? Is my maybe your reason why you have committed to working out X number of times a week? Um, Maybe it's not strong enough. Maybe you know, just losing 10 pounds, you don't understand why that's so important to you and you need to dig a little bit deeper. This is something I talk with my clients about all the time is that, you know, the daily habits that we need to be keeping up with in order to reach our goals are not always fun. They're not always exciting, but they are necessary. So moving your body is something you want to be able to do today. You want to do it next week. You want to do it months from now and years from now, right? I put it in my Instagram post the other day. You want to be able to lift yourself off the freaking ground in 40 years, don't you? So if you do, then I think that would require you to move your body and exercise to some extent today, here and now. 
And if you repetitively make the choice not to put this habit into your schedule and make sure it is a non-negotiable, you will end up months or years down the road going, why haven't I done this? So this is that podcast that's going to get you to go and freaking do the damn thing. And, uh, you know, it's always asking yourself, what is better than I did yesterday? And if yesterday you didn't even go outside and walk because you just didn't feel like it, choose today to get up and go walk whether you feel like it or not. Okay? I've said my piece on the exercise portion. Now, moving into nutrition, the first thing, as hard as it is to hear and to say when it comes to nutrition, is that everything we put into our bodies is a choice. And I'm going to repeat that. Everything we put into our bodies is a choice. And I say this from a place of love for myself, for you. It's hard. Like, if there is one thing that I know, it's that I love food and it is hard to deny myself of eating a yummy little treat uh, if it presents itself, right? Uh, so I wanted to start by, by saying that, but I also want to say that it is a choice when we plan to prep our food. Like if you prep yourself for success, I use that term a lot, you will reach your goals time and time again. But when you always choose the easier route of not planning, not preparing, and just allowing life to dictate what you do and what you eat, it's no good. <laughs> so other people can come into play when it comes to our nutrition and our habits and our choices, of course, like whoever you might live with, wherever you might work, uh, the food that is kept in your home, the friends and their, you know, food choices, all of this comes together. So nutrition is one of the hardest things, but if you really can understand why you are implementing the habits and the choices that you are, and then you start to actually feel and see those results, it's the most incredible freaking thing, right? Like if you've ever experienced that, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but that doesn't go to say that it's any easier when you see that chocolate frosted sprinkle donut or when your, you know, husband, fiance, girlfriend, aunt, uncle, mom, dad, whatever, they want to order that pizza or that burger and you had already planned on maybe eating something else. It's hard. I'm not here to tell you it's easy, but it is a habit and it is a choice and we can look at our day-to-day -day habits and our day-to-day -day choices and decide that we are going to do something different, something that is going to be more beneficial for us and our goals. And I want you to understand that because this has been something for me that has taken years to understand. You know, I can think back to a time where I had no understanding of macros, no understanding of portion control, any of it. And I pulled through the drive-thru several days a week, if not multiple times in a day. I was constantly craving crap and I didn't know how I was going to end that cycle. And ultimately, it came down to my day-to-day -day habits, taking one day at a time, taking one meal at a time, learning one thing at a time, and choosing that this was my new lifestyle. So our daily habits and choices when it comes to our nutrition is not easy. I'm not here to tell you that once again, but I am here to tell you that you are in control. 
and you can choose to space out your food throughout the day or what I call nutrition timing, right? Ask yourself if you're really hungry at the time that is supposed to be breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, dessert. If you're not hungry, maybe you don't eat, but if you are a like under eater, I would advise you to eat. And if you are an overeater, that's where this comes in, where there are times that I just like personally would feel like it's breakfast, it's lunch, it's dinner time. And I would just eat because it was that time of day and it wasn't even that I was hungry. So nutrition timing, planning, preparing, asking yourself what foods fuel your body in the best of ways and just really, really listening to your body and asking yourself what, what these habits are doing for you. Are they making you happy or are they not? I get that a Big Mac might make me happy temporarily, but ultimately it's not going to take me to where I want to be uh, physically, mentally, any of the things. I understand what it feels like time and time again to choose the easy route, choose the you know delicious route, if you will, but whole foods and really great um, you know recipes and everything can really quench whatever craving it is you're having. So getting that Big Mac is not necessary, girl. And I hope this, uh, this, you know, portion helps you as far as nutrition goes in understanding that you are in control and your habits and choices of what you put into your body. It's all you. It's all you, girl. The last thing I want to add in here for the nutrition part is just that you don't have to restrict your food. You don't have to eat 1200 calories and you don't have to eat salads all the time. But that doesn't mean that you can also pull through drive-throughs on a day-to-day -day basis and just stuff your face with whatever it is that comes, you know, in front of you. You have to, in my opinion, understand nutrition on another level. And macros taught me just that. It taught me portion control. It taught me that I can still eat out if I want to, but that I actually feel a lot better and a lot happier about myself, my choices, my body, everything when I eat whole foods and when I know what it is I'm putting in my body. And that's why I teach my clients macros because it's, it's a lifestyle. Like you can literally track macros for the rest of your life. You don't have to because you're actually learning what you need to when it comes to nutrition. So just want to drive that home. You can still eat the pizza. You can still eat the burgers and fries, girl. Uh, but there is some moderation and portion control and balance that has to come into play when it comes to your nutrition so that you do feel really, really good about your daily habits and choices. Now I want to talk to you about sleep because this is a form of self-care, which is also another little topic I want to talk about when it comes to our daily habits and choices because sleep is absolutely vital for functioning. Uh, I know I know people that can function on four or five hours of sleep, and then I know people that cannot go without their eight and a half or nine hours. So I understand both ends. I myself love my sleep. Uh, but have definitely, you know, had a time in my life where I was working, going to school, all, you know, just super busy and would have to cut that down to maybe five or six hours some days. So I love my sleep. I am a big advocate for getting rest and relaxation and getting plenty of sleep so that you can actually function and give your best self throughout your day. So this is something that I saw with some of my clients when they were not getting enough sleep is that they were just more stressed when it came to their relationships, their work, uh, their nutrition, their exercise habits. Everything 
just kind of starts to fall apart (laughs) just a little bit. So I think sleep is one of those non-negotiables that I talk about that is a habit. It is a choice. You should have it in your schedule to know when just about you want to go to sleep and what time it is that you have to get up. And I think you have to work backwards and say, what time do I want to get up and how many hours of sleep do I actually want to get? Because this really puts it into perspective for you and makes it more realistic. And you can't expect yourself to get up at 5 a.m. if you're going to bed at 1230 at night and you actually require sleep. This just won't work. (laughs) If you've ever tried it, you understand. You're like, well, I went to bed at 1230 and I was all like, yeah, I'm going to get up at 530. And that did not happen. And it didn't happen because you did not get to bed early enough. So it is a choice if you are on a daily basis going to bed late, trying to wake up early. It's not happening. You end up sleeping in, snoozing the alarm. I've seen it. I've done it myself. I did it much more when I was younger, and as I've gotten older, I'm so excited to wake up for the day and get up early and have my morning routine, which is another daily habit and choice that I totally believe in. And this all comes into like self-care, in my opinion, is getting your sleep, having a great morning routine, and even establishing an evening routine so that you really are truly setting yourself up for success for the next day. Because... Guys, this is a domino effect. It's like if you aren't getting enough sleep and you don't have an evening routine, your morning routine is crap and then your day is crap and then it all just goes into play. And I'm not saying that you can't, you can't flip that switch at some point in the morning and say today's going to be a good day even if I didn't get a good night's sleep. Like you should be able to do that and train your brain to do that. But the realistic side here is it is a domino effect and you can stop that domino effect by saying, I'm going to start implementing better habits and better choices when it comes to when I go to bed, when I unplug from looking at the TV or the laptop or the cell phone, or I get my pair of blue light blocking glasses, whatever it is you need to do, figure out what evening routine is going to work best for you so that you are relaxed and ready to actually get a good night's sleep and then wake up in the morning and have a good morning routine. Once again, this is about self-care, okay? So A morning routine for me is journaling, allowing myself a slow morning of getting up, getting my coffee, getting my water, maybe getting my reds and greens together. Um, Really helps me with my digestion throughout the day. And this is is a time that I truly look forward to. And no, it wasn't something that came naturally at first, but it's it's choice. It was a habit that I was like, I believe that Most all successful people that I've heard of, that I've talked to, they have a morning routine, they kind of have an evening routine, and they get a decent amount of sleep. Now, some people, once again, can function off very little sleep, but I am not really that person. So I do have to ask myself, when do I want to get up and when do I actually need to go to bed? And a lot of times I'll fall asleep (laughs) much earlier than uh, when I would like to, honestly. But I work hard during the day, and if I need my sleep, then my body will shut down when it needs to, and I will get my sleep. So I want to conclude this section by saying self-care is really important. It is a choice. Uh, Self-care is not just putting on a face mask or taking a bubble bath or going to get a massage or getting your nails done. It is a lot more than that. It is what you do for yourself daily, the choices you make daily, and how they add up to your overall happiness. So 
Self-care is all of the things that we've talked about today. It is your exercise. It is your nutrition. It is your morning routine, your evening routine, your sleep, your environment at home and work come into play as well when it comes to, you know, getting your laundry done, putting it away, getting the dishes done, and hopefully you have someone helping you. And if you don't, girl, you got this. You rock. You're a boss, babe. Get her done. You got it. Um, So I just want to make sure you understand Daily habits and choices go hand in hand. You have to meet them in the middle because it's not just a habit. It's not just a choice. It is both. And both of these contribute to your overall happiness. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Tried to keep it kind of short, kind of sweet and valuable as always. Come and reach out to me over on Instagram at Rachel Fitchick. Tag me in the podcast. Let me know that you loved it. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was from this episode. And I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.